Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have Bizdira, Kit, and Flick. <laughs> we'll talk about that notable missing bit in a moment, but last. Uh, well, year. <laughs> Last year, the party left the Northern Island triumphant. Semyaza is dead, another node has been deactivated, and the portal to Kenya is closed and the weather returning to normal. The party has some time to rest on their laurels if they so choose, but they also know that it's only a matter of time before their true foe, the Beast, returns to the world. Kit was able to simplify travel significantly by making use of a powerful spell that allows her and her companions to travel via plants to anywhere in the world they've been before. And so she opened a portal back to the Western Island, or as we lovingly know it, the Last Refuge. Of course, Sniv couldn't get a whole-ass submarine through a tree, so in deference to his service to the party thus far, Bria was uh, chosen to accompany him back on the sub, and they're undoubtedly off having all sorts of adventures right now. What will our three adventures do now that they've returned to their home island? Will they get into trouble without Bria around? And which one of them is going to ask me whether or not they all gained a level if Taryn isn't here? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. It's... Oh, my God. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah. it's been a hot minute. It's been minute. a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been fully like six weeks since we recorded. And this episode, the day that we're recording is not going out for a couple of weeks yet. So, like, it'll have fully been two months since we put out an episode for folks. Wow. Um, wild. Yeah, I know. We've never done that before. Uh, how's your How's your break been, y'all? Good. <laughs> happy holidays to everyone. I hope I hope everyone had a nice New Year. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We can say Happy New Year in this episode because, like, it is for us. Oh, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I, d- I didn't mean to like insist that you all said it. <laughs> well, now we have. Here we are. Right. We Reciprocate, are. please. <laughs> um, we should for. <laughs> We should, I, I should for a moment just say um, that, uh, you know, it will come as no surprise uh, that we are we are down Taryn and, uh, slash Bria for a little while. Uh, you all will remember back, way back when, in season three, uh, which we also did uh, without Taryn. Back then, she was on uh, maternity leave and... and don't you know it? You can do that more than once, apparently. Uh, <laughs> what? So she, yeah, right. Uh, so she is, she is out uh, on on maternity leave again. We are very, very happy for her. Congratulations, Taryn, um, and your beautiful new children. Uh, so we we're hoping, hopefully, uh, as as she is able, we will get little snapshots of uh, the adventures of Bria and Sniv uh, throughout this season. But the plan is basically for these three to uh, take care of the preparations for the most part for the inevitable return uh, while Bria and Sniv gallivant about under the sea. Um, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Um <laughs> So yeah, I wanted to, to say that uh, Bria will not be with us for most of most or all of this season. We will hopefully hear little snippets from her throughout. But um, but yeah, we're we'll go miss you, Taryn. I just have to say, what could possibly go wrong is the tagline for their TV show. It has oh. to be. Oh, oh, write it down immediately. Yeah, yeah. Where's my pen? I mean, Sniv and Bria Under the Sea is a fine show. I still am partial to Sniv in the City. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I do like Sniv yeah. in the City, but they're not. They're not though. <laughs> 
I know they're not anymore. Unless not they find a city under the sea, we oh, don't know what's going to happen. That could be interesting. Oh my god, so many ideas. <laughs> the adventures. I just imagine Bria is Bria. just like rocking back and forth, cursing Snack. all of us the entire time <laughs> in the summary. Absolutely, yeah, possibly, probably, primarily Go. me because I think it was my idea to the well. distraws. But oh, she ain't too pleased with any of you. I'm sure. <laughs> Well, not a one. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we have, there's so, we, there's definitely an energy about today because we're starting a new season and mm-hmm. we're down a player and like things are weird. So I'm not going to insist on like media reviews and long banter. We can, we can get back to that next week unless there are things you all are dying to, you know, get out into the world. I mean, I have. I had a fantastic time last night. Tell us more. Is this, do I, I mean, I have the explicit tag on, but is this? Yeah. Do we need to like only for language, not for content? <laughs> oh, um, if we need, if we worried about language, we just stopped making this show a long time ago. Exactly. So I went to Monster Jam, which is Monster Trucks. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can I tell you? And this is now the third time that I've gone because it is okay. so much fun. <laughs> Uh, all of this tracks i don't think i knew this about you that you enjoyed the monster trucks you have never been older alex you enjoyed the monster (laughs) trucks i didn't know that you enjoyed the monster trucks is that something that you like here after i had gone to nascar and the rodeo i was like well monster trucks is obviously next in my americana event situation of drinking shitty light beer and being as an American as I can be. And I went with my partner a couple of years ago and we were, I was excited about it. He was just kind of like, okay, this is really going to be fun. I have no idea. And we were literally standing outside waiting to go in, hearing the engines revving. And we were both bouncing like giddy kids. And we never oh even made it to our seats. God. We just hung out watching from like ground level. We were just like, this is amazing. And so we convinced a couple friends of ours to come with us last night. And we just had the greatest time. And there is one particular truck that brings me unbelievable amounts of joy. Oh, boy. One particular. (laughs) This is all wild to me. Keep going. (laughs) I know, right? It is called Zombie. Sure. They have, it has eyes and teeth on the hood. (laughs) It has arms that come out and they kind of shake as it flies up no, over the no, ramp. This is acceptable. This sounds like grown-up robotics. You know, like high school is, robotics. This is like <laughs> leveled up, you know. It is so much fun. It is so loud. The cars are flying through the air. They're losing parts. <laughs> they're doing flips and they're doing like handstands and it's even more handstands when you've got a monster truck with arms. Then your truck is really actually doing a handstand. The truck is doing handstands? Yes. They're doing flips. They're going, they're doing wheelies. One, one driver last night, she went all out. She was doing like donuts so fast that she went onto two wheels and flipped her truck over. And this is a positive. This is a net positive for the experience. (laughs) She was just like, screw this. I, she lost one of the other earlier like sections of the the event so she's just like screw it i'm going for it and she just went boom and right. crashed it over being it donuts so severe that she flipped this truck. enormous her truck. monster truck yeah you know what That's i am so happy that you enjoyed your night last it, night and listen. that is a genuine statement that 
is the most important thing underneath which is all of my confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Listen. that truck failed her deck saving throw. Nope, nope, let's play D&D. Stop oh, no. it, stop it. <laughs> Wasn't that a nice segue back, though? It was good. No! Well, I'm glad you had a good time. That does I, uh, parts of that did sound like a lot of fun. Month, uh, listen, with the right <laughs> amount of beer, anything can be fun. But well, monster truck can be fun even without. Parts of that sounded very fun. You obviously need to get hired as their marketing. Yes, everything is fun with beer, but monster trucks can be fun without it. Listen. Especially when you go with two guys that are like, we're going all in, and one of them was wearing American flag pajama pants. So, like, you really can't go wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Wild, really weird, incredible. Uh, <laughs> great. There's your banter, folks. Your first banter of the new year. <laughs> you know where else they like monster trucks? The Western Island of the Last Refuge. <laughs> they love monster I, I, you trucks. You know what? Listen. I'm choosing, I'm choosing love this year. And so, Alex, I super appreciate your attempts <laughs> to segue us. Thank you. Which is the most important thing underneath which is my true thoughts about your segues. Thank <laughs> you. You can keep those to yourself. Yeah, I mean, I think I will. That seems right. Oh, dear. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> should we Should we, Should we? we deal with whatever we have to deal with next? Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, if someone has all an right. idea of what we're doing next, that would be helpful. Well, yeah, we know well, where we're going. I mean, I, I hope that you all do, because here we go. So as we left you all before, Kit had opened up a, uh, a portal in a tree that would lead you all through uh, the various apparently interconnected uh, root systems of the world with a little magic uh, and take you back to the Western Island. And uh, since last time you all watched Bria walk away from you, she stood on the dock with Sniv, uh, watching you all walk away through the portal in the tree and uh, exiting back on the Western Island right next to where you remember the entrance to the Shimmerscale Tunnels being. And that's where you find yourselves. It's, uh, you know, fairly early in the day, I think. You all got to the dock and decided to do this after a rest. So, fairly early in the day. Uh, there doesn't, you don't see anyone around, but, you know, that's not the most unusual. The kobolds in this area tend to stay in the tunnels, at least as far as you know, and you're not really near any other settlements that you're aware of. So, you're here. You hear the sounds of the Western Island, those particular bird calls and insect chitterings, a light breeze through the trees that you've been away from for so long, and go. Well, I guess we're gonna um, find the. Was is it a is it a stick lever that opens up the door? So I thought that it was, but I just sort of half re-listened to some early episodes today, and I actually think it's a button. I think it's a fake knot ah, in a fake tree no. that you have to push. Yeah. I guess we'll find that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know where it is. Should we pretend that we're like hurt I or something this. else? <laughs> Sorry, no. I am just trying to cause problems because we don't have Taryn. I don't know. You pretend you that don't we're hurt have to try that hard. <laughs> okay, good guys. What if everyone's gone? What if like they decided like I know that some of them were deciding to like travel and like it leave the western island but what if like we get down to the tunnels and it's just like they all just decided to fuck off well no time like the present to find out 
click. <laughs> click. Pushes the button. <laughs> click. Uh, the the stump opens up, uh, and you see that old familiar ladder heading down into the tunnels, uh, and you all can go down, and as soon as you sort of get to the base of the ladder, you know, the sounds of the tunnels come to you, uh, and and uh, Bizdira's concerns uh, were, were nothing to be worried about, because there is clearly the sounds of, of hustle, bustle, and plenty of activity here in the tunnels. Is there a sound of a particular chuckle <laughs> everyone is laughing that way now it's the, no. that it's all the style of laughter it's exactly right it's spread like wildfire it is the new thing no there aren't any chuckles at least not yet but i mean that's certainly something you all can go in search of while you're here uh yeah i think my first thought is to try and find hawks or varn or any of the council because we haven't talked to them in i guess how long how long has it been that's a good question actually (laughs) how long how long do you think it's been well for me personally it's been what years um two and a half years i think i think it's been two and a half years but for i don't know for us i don't know do y'all know do you actually know I, I I I would say at least months. Like I yeah, I think yeah. like six months plus. I don't know. I don't think it's been that long at all. If we went through and did the math, but well, our total travel, who has for, for whether it be from whether I'm gonna I'm cut this short right now. It's been just under two months. <laughs> just under two months. Okay. All right. It has it has been just under two months. Uh, travel, you are correct, was the largest portion of that time. Uh, but I, as I was preparing for today, I went back and looked at our calendar, and uh, you all spent a grand total of seven days on the eastern <laughs> island. Um, that does not feel right. <laughs> and then, and then you, then you spent another two days on the southern island. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Southern Not Island, like I, an entire season, like yes, how? Yes, that, yeah. was, that was an entire Two season. Days. I I love that you all seem to think that it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It is fully our inability to make a decision uh, that has <laughs> made two months feel like two and a half years. Well, I personally don't uh-huh. think it has anything to do with that. So, <laughs> okay. Well, so it's been two months since you've seen the council and you can certainly seek out the council. And uh, as as you all begin moving towards the council chambers, uh, you are undoubtedly spotted and recognized uh, by other kobolds uh, who, you know, some of whom uh, excitedly come up to greet you, some of whom sort of wave shyly, some of whom uh, run away. But, uh, <laughs> uh, not in fear, but as you arrive at the council chambers, you discover uh, that they must have run away, in fact, to inform whatever council members they could find that you were here. Because when you arrive, Dranks and Oryx and Varn and Tulip are all waiting for you. Which is, of course, not the entirety of the remaining council, uh, but is a majority of it, I believe. And they are even Dranks. Uh, well, no, I shouldn't say even Drex. What I should say is even Varn, yeah, who wasn't your biggest fan when yeah, you last exactly. left. Yeah. <laughs> even Varn 
uh, seems genuinely happy, thrilled, excited to see you. And they they sort of usher you all into the council chambers. And and the rest of the Schumer's Guilds that are sort of all gathered outside, uh, you know, sort of push forward as if maybe they're going to be allowed in. But, uh, but you know, for now, uh, the council closes the doors. Uh, Dranks sort of, you know, shoves them all back in, in, in typical uh, swobold Dranks fashion. <laughs> I say, oh, you'll get your chance. We'll bring them out to you. We've got to talk, you know, important. <laughs> This is how is is drinks bigger than he was the last time we saw him. Of course, it's only been two months, but like he's been lifting. So like, that's I, mean, I think there is there mm-hmm. is like notable. I don't know that he's bigger. I think it's just more sort of like tight. You know what I mean? Like it's a little more <laughs> like defined. Like it's a little a, more like it's like a six pack. Like really defined, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really upsetting considering all, all several other things. But yes, exactly. Yeah, like he gave up dairy like seven weeks ago. Maybe I don't know something like that. <laughs> You could do a lot in seven weeks, uh, especially when a week is 10 days long. So. Right. Um, <laughs> so once you're all in there, I mean, it, it is, you know, there are, assuming you all will allow, and, and I've never known any of you to shy from hugs, you know, there are, there is, there is much rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Yay. Right. Yes. Um, the there are hugs. Hi. There are, there are, you know, concern check-ins. Uh, you know, Oryx is, is, oh my goodness, how are you all doing? And very quickly, though, there is the sort of realization, where's... Where's Bria? What happened to Bria? She's on maternity leave, actually. <laughs> actually, she had a child. <laughs> she met a nice, <laughs> a nice turtle on the southern island. <laughs> a nice turtle. She's oh, gonna God. be so, oh, my so God. mad when she listens to this. It's gonna be great. I love it. I mean, but the actual answer is not that. Like, it, it's also just as surprising. She's actually yeah. in a submarine with um, <laughs> uh, Captain Sniv. Remember him? You loaned him to us so that he could be our Varn escort. Is like, no shit, he's still alive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can you believe that? We've protected no. him well. Yeah. Thank you the very much. Time. No. Oh, he's like, oh my god. No, I'm so sorry. Like, actually, look, I know we didn't leave things um, on the greatest of terms. Mm-hmm. I understand that, mm-hmm. uh, and we have a lot. You to know talk what? About. It's okay because I don't believe it either. <laughs> I, see, see, that's what I meant. It was. He's a he's a feisty little kobold. What can we tell you? Yeah, I'm. You know, he briefly got taken from us, but we we saved him. As as and did he's I, fine. To be fair. <laughs> Oryx and Varn and and Tulip all sort of look horrified. Dranks just like is like nodding appreciatively, uh, and he's like uh, looking forward to see him. You know, so a soldier he is when he gets back. He's he's not quite as swole as you are, but <laughs> well, who is who is really Bizdira? Who is? Yeah, it's fair. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Could Bazira give uh, him a run for his money? I could I definitely like give him a yeah. run for his money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> Show off your new, what are they, boots? <laughs> if you say that, uh, she is definitely turning on her boots and doing laps around the room. <laughs> uh, that small room? <laughs> that tiny room. Make a dexterity saving throw, Bazira. I know you're good at those. <laughs> Might not be great today. Oh, no. Uh, actually, no, that's a 12. Okay, let's see. Hold on. <laughs> Strikes trips you. Uh, <laughs> Naturally. 
Make make an acrobatics check now. Cheeky motherfucker. Yeah, well, look. Acrobatics, that's a 14. Uh, okay, so you're running around in circles, and Dranks is just sort of nodding, and then you keep going, and he's sort of like, well, okay, I've had enough of this. Uh, and <laughs> sticks his leg out, and you sort of tumble over it, but with a 14, like, you turn it into, like, a roll, and then spring up on Ta-da! your feet. And then I'll yeah. turn off my boots and be like, some things have changed. <laughs> uh, Oryx is just cannot applaud heartily enough. <laughs> Uh, Varn just looks a bit bemused, uh, and Drax is, is sort of, you know, chuckling. Um, not applauding, to be clear, but chuckling. Mm-hmm. And Flick will turn to them and say, I got a broom. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I really just want to turn to everyone and be like, he's really good at cleaning. Oh my God. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Which yeah. actually he would he would say, Well, that's actually true because and he'll pull out the stone that he got from the temple, which is on the oh. He'll say, oh, I no. actually kind of am. No, 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 no. no. But I think we can go ahead and begin filling them in on I don't know, the yeah. past seven weeks. Honestly, I think that's the better part of the rest of the day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think food is brought in. I think you all can, you know, really tell them the whole story, um, fill them in on everything. They do sort of want to, they, they definitely, you know, they ask all kinds of questions and here and there. Uh, they definitely, you know, Arix in particular is definitely very interested in in where Bria is going and how long it'll take her to get there because, you know, Arix wants to see Bria. And I think that that is the day, right? I think you all are, you know, they send they send off to make sure that your quarters are readied and can you can sort of parse that out how you want. But I think the rest of the day is just updating the council uh, or this, these, this portion of the council on what's been going on. They tell you uh, that Hox is away with the Guardians. Uh, she and Brita have been... Actually, they don't know what they've been doing. They've been working on something... Uh, Arik seems to think it has something to do with the Arcanium here on this island, the temple, uh, which is, I think, what Arik still calls it. But they don't really know what they're up to, but that's why Hawks isn't here. Um, and uh, the other two uh, friends of Dranks have sort of become the, like administrative quartermasters for the tribe uh, and they sort of tell you that they've been working on sort of expanding not just in tunnels uh, but participating in a bit more of of life on the surface with the guardians uh, and things like that and so uh, those two have sort of been in charge of you know administering supplies and and uh, both building materials and like food supplies and things like that as the expansion goes on how did the voyages go overseas i know that you were planning on journeying out via boat did that come to anything or i and i'm keeping in the back of my mind like i hope they didn't make it to the central island (laughs) (laughs) um well uh so dranks uh you know sort of takes up the lead on that and tells you yeah there's been actually quite a bit of progress made on that actually we've we've gotten to be not terrible at it but it, it takes time and a lot of materials and so we certainly don't have a fleet by any stretch uh, but we're, we're quite good at it, uh, and with time, could 
could probably create quite a useful fleet of ships for you all. Um, although, I, uh, I suppose, uh, at least for some of you, that doesn't particularly matter anymore. And he's looking at you, Kit, with the spell. But always useful to have multiple uh, methods of, of transportation. We did actually send out a pair of ships that... And he sort of looks around and the rest of the, the council members that are there sort of nod at him. He says, well, they um, they made it to the center and, and back. Of course, now that you're here, uh, they'll, you know, be eager to tell you about what they found. Uh, as far as I know, they didn't, um, they didn't actually go inland at all. They sort of made it there, and there was a lot. Well, anyway, I won't, I won't spoil any stories from them. But um, they weren't able to really land the ship safely, and uh, but they, they learned, they learned a bit, and be wanting to talk to you. Yeah, at the mention of they made it to the central island, I think Flick will pretty obviously uh, react nervously. I think that's like a like he'll sort of tense up and kind of look side-eye over to you two. But to hear that they've made it back safely, I mean yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to talking to them. Yeah, uh, Drenks notices your nerves uh, before he says that they returned safely and like gets to that point very quickly and, and whatever. Um, but yeah, that seems to be a thing that they can build ships now. Um, it takes them a while. Uh, but they can build, you know, pretty decent-sized seafaring ships. That's cool. a thing they have worked on since you all were last here. They're like, what else can we tell you about? Uh, I did that, I did that. Um, oh, well, okay, so Dranks updates you uh, on his, what used to be, like, his little militia of kobolds has turned into, like, a force of probably somewhere between, like, 650 and 70 kobolds uh, that train with him and with uh, some of the guardians. Uh, and there's a good, like, a couple dozen kobolds have started to really spend a lot of time at the temple, um, and, you know, at least half of them are seriously interested in joining the ranks of the Guardians. And so there is a definite back and forth between those two communities. Any word on the orcs or Yuan-Ti citizens? So in terms of Sylphson and the Yuan-Ti, uh, <laughs> the council is like, we, do, uh, we leave that to the Guardians. I don't, we, you know, we never really had much interaction with them and they can take care of that. Uh, for what it's worth, we haven't, we haven't seen anyone from Silfson since you all left. Um, and, yeah. Uh, and Arix and Varn and Tulip will tell you a little bit about the orcs, which is sort of the same. Uh, nothing has been heard, f- at least from, from the Shimmerscale tribe, uh, out of Silfson. Uh, the orcs seem to be, like, they are sort of, cl- they've closed ranks, uh, you know, probably because... Um, they lost their matriarch and their top shaman, you know, at the same time. Uh, but they are, like, strangely sort of participating diplomatically in the rest of the world. Like, they will send out, like, you can go to their capital city's gates and, like, someone will talk to you there. And, like, there are ambassadors or whatever that can take messages back and forth. But they don't come out. They don't really, like, actively participate in stuff uh, physically. But they're, like, they're there. And, they you know, they haven't vanished like the one of Silfson seemed to have. Right. Okay. I like the sounds of that. They might still have feelings against us, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to, you know. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? <laughs> work oh, our magic that's... or literally work our magic. Yeah. Who's to say? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's where the the next trial is going to come in. We're going to be put on trial at the Orc City. Trials I, I was part told I would three. have permanent advantage. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> permanent inspiration if I could come yeah. up with another way to do a trial. So. Yep, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all the updates they have for you unless you want to ask them about specific things. But those that's what they volunteer for you all. I am a rack in my brain. 
it's been like two months. I mean, and the thing is, yeah, and the thing is, it has been two months. There are obviously tons of details. The truth of sort of the, the tribe situation is that they have been just working on becoming a part of the rest of the world, right? Uh, that has in some, you know, with Dranks has included some fighting training, uh, with the shipbuilders and stuff has included some some shipbuilding, um, but they've both mostly been focused on sort of their own, you know, they haven't been specifically preparing for a fight with the beast or whatever. Uh, they've just been living their lives and, and, and opening up their society. So, you know, you all can certainly, that's, that's the council's report to you. Right. Um, you can certainly take time to talk to individuals, to seek out other people on the island, uh, to to do whatever you want. But that's the that's the sense, that's the vibe you get from the Cobalts is that they've just been actually developing their society and it's been going pretty well. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, welcome back! That was the longest hiatus we have ever taken in these last almost five years, and I listen, we really, really appreciate you all understanding uh, why we needed it and still being here with us now that we're back. We are so, so very happy to be back and so excited to see how this story, uh, well, ends, because that's what's coming. Not this season. We're now pretty sure, now that we've gotten this kicked off, that season 10 will be our final season. But we're in that headspace now, so uh, thanks for being here for the ride. Second of all, as we mentioned at the top of this episode, Taryn, who plays Bria, just had some babies and is going to be on maternity leave probably for most, if not all, of season nine. We want to wish Taryn and her new family members all the best. We're obviously looking forward to having her back at the table as soon as she is ready. Third of all, we finally get to the meat of it. If you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be jocose if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll read those five-star reviews on the air, and in fact, we have one at the end of this week that has been languishing in our reviews for almost two months now. Uh, so we're very excited to share that with you, and hopefully we'll get to share more in the coming weeks. So leave them reviews! You guessed it, we might be near the end, but this midtro format has not yet changed. We next want to remind you about our Patreon page! I thought maybe if I elongated it and yelled at it, it would be more exciting. Go to patreon.com slash dnd last refuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. And if all of that is not enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, you are also going to be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information about that program and a list of those creators that we're patronizing on the Patreon page. But right now, I want to take a moment, because it's been a minute, to recognize some of our absolutely incredible patrons who stayed with us through the hiatus, and thank them so very much for their amazing continued support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, Ark, and Casual Pops, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Hey, are y'all playing Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms? It's available for pretty much any platform you can think of. It's completely free, and it has some awesome characters that you might recognize from 
some D&D streams and podcasts. We are partnered with Codename Entertainment and Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms to provide you with Electrum chest codes every week in our episode notes. So download the game, see some awesome characters, some of which you might recognize, and redeem those codes every week. You can get more information about the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at Idol Champions. All right, last but not least, a couple of bald-faced plugs for me. Personal plugs, because I've got some things that I think y'all might like. Uh, on Monday nights, I am playing in a streamed, fairly new streamed campaign of D&D, uh, DM'd by Todd Kenrick, formerly of D&D Beyond and CNE Games, which was mentioned earlier, Idol Champions, that company. Yeah, we're live every Monday night from 8 to 10 Eastern at twitch.tv slash CNE Games. And y'all, this show is wild. It's called A Familiar Quest, and all of the players are playing, all of our PCs are familiars without wizard slash warlock uh, owners, uh, friends, summoners, whatever. It is wild. I'm recording this the morning after our very first session, and I am so excited to find out what our characters are going to get up to. And for the record, our characters are a rat, a death dog that looks like a golden retriever, a gnome squidling, and my character, a pest worm from Strixhaven. Uh, Colonel Pest respectfully requests your presence at our next game. You can get a link to the channel in the episode notes. Um, So come hang out. Also, on Sunday afternoon, starting this coming Sunday, February 6th, Rivals of Waterdeep is returning for our 12th season. Uh, Urban Bohemian Brian and I are back playing our characters Kent and Virgil this season, and Latia Jaquis has stepped into the DM seat once again, and I am very excited to find out what she's going to throw at our 17th level adventures wild. So that is on Sundays, 1 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Rivals of Waterdeep. Okay, that's everything for this week. We are so happy to be back. We are so happy to have you back with us for season nine. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism when, where, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. Do, do we want a little powwow just us before we ask them for any particular something or like whether or not they are going to be willing to fight or go with us or whether they'll be willing to help us, I don't know, get the orcs on our side or the guardians? I don't know. What do you think? My instinct is that, I don't know, I could ask them right now. I I think yeah. that they would probably say yes, but... But dot dot dot. Yeah, I think I think with this group of individuals, there's no reason for us not to bring it up right now. I suspect that what will happen is they'll be like, "Well, we'll help, but you have to talk to the rest of the tribe for X Y Z." Um, but I think like we have a close enough relationship with these people that there's no reason for us to like be secretive about our next steps. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, sure. Um, you can ask them, uh, and they say yes, but dot dot dot. No. Uh, <laughs> Just as I suspected. Yeah. (laughs) So what you said, Flick, was ask them about, uh, and I think the first thing you said was like helping fight the beast. Like the Shimmer Scale tribe contributing to the effort to fight the beast. Yeah. So so the, you know, you have updated them on your travels and your journeys and what you've been up to. And so they are aware that like the focus now needs to be on 
the beast and what we're doing here. Um, I think Varn is actually the one who who sort of, you know, he drinks as you're asking the question, is like nodding enthusiastically. Like he is on board, this is what he has been training for. Uh, and and Varn sees that and, and, you know, is the one that sort of gives the yes but um, and just says, you know, I... I think from everything that you all have told us, um, I think it is, I think it sounds like we need more specifics than throwing a huge chunk of our tribe at a world ending threat. Um, and Drenks immediately starts looking like pissy uh, because his capabilities have been slighted and Varn obviously notices and says, and I don't mean to say that there aren't capable Shimmer Scale tribe members who can and should assist you in whatever happens on the central island, but I think I think it sounds to me like you all know everything there is to know about everything except the beast. Not for the lack of trial, (laughs) to be fair. Yeah, well, sure, it is, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, And he says, but I I think, I think Drenks, I will, I will stop talking because Drenks looks like he's about to hit me. And Drenks (laughs) is indeed like, not consciously, I mean, yes, and like not consciously, but like his hand is definitely like on a club, like a ceremonial, like staff club thing at his side. And like, he's just sort of like, yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's a very smart Cobalt, but sometimes uh, you roids, know he is who man. he is. The roid gets straight is. to the head. <laughs> How dare you accuse me? Oh Lord, Varn, Varn just says I'm going to let Drenks talk. He looks like he's about to hit me, but I just think there can be more specialization of help from us. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet what any of that means. I would be happy, you know. I don't. I would be happy to help in in whatever ways that I can. And and Arix and Tulip have their own sort of specialties, and we can do our thing. It is certainly not going with you to fight. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think we just can hopefully help you, or maybe some of your other allies from along the way. Uh, those mages on in the east sound like they might be able to do to gain information for you all to get us more info about what it is that you all want to step into. I don't think any of us disagree with you, to be honest. Yeah. He says, mm-hmm. great. Um, and Drank says, great, enough of that. Now, uh, fighting. Uh, <laughs> and sort of, and begins to like give you the most detailed rundown of all, you know, 58 trained fighters he has in his squadron or whatever. Uh, and, and yeah, and like, you know, I don't know that there's a whole lot more to be said about that other than the, like, they're going to keep training, and when they have, when it's time to go, they can go and fight with you, if that's what you so desire. Oh my god, do I have a crush on drinks? I think oh. I do. <laughs> I think I really like heart drinks. Hands. Heart hands at drinks the entire time. Of course you are, Biz. Of course. <laughs> Great. Is there anything else that we need to discuss right now? I think I have a little bit of, like, a plan of action, like, going through the, um, like, the Guardians and then the Orcs and the Yuan-T. Not necessarily a plan for each of those things, but I think going, like, directionally, I think that's the order we should go in. Yeah, I feel like we should take a emissary from the Guardians from each faction so that we're not just, yeah. like, showing yeah, up so on the doorstep exactly. be like, hey, remember when we mm-hmm. murdered your leaders? Like, this, hey. is, <laughs> this is heavy diplomacy. This is, like, how many people can we bring with? With us to those people who yeah. don't like us so that they can like us a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to say, it's funny thinking about the plan of attack because at first I was like, oh my god, we can't talk to the UAT. And now I'm like, 
I think that's going to be the easy one compared to the Same. orcs. The orcs is going to be <laughs> like, ooh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> well, so here's my question actually relating to that. After we left and killed the mage ascendant, like obviously he was uh, charming everybody to like uh-huh. him and be leader. Will they have realized that that was what was happening? Like, uh, do I know? Good question. Do, yeah. do we know? <laughs> so she, no, she has. Well, I had the charm, but also we were mm-hmm. part of that charm. So do we know whether or not like? Oh, I I understand. I mean, yeah, you knew that you were being magically affected as soon as the effect ended. Right. Now, what you do also remember is that there that remember the day that you all escaped mm-hmm. like was was the solstice so there was no magic and like there was still that big event uh, even though right. the people weren't actively charmed in that moment but for at least a little small amount of time brainwashed um, but, and potential well, that they could realize that all of it was a, a ruse certainly mm-hmm. a possibility yes absolutely so yeah. that might work to our advantage but we yeah, also we'll have- file all that away when they also put us on trial <laughs> <laughs> We also have lots of magic items now, so like we're we're strong and tough and exactly. They'll be so impressed with us. They'll be like, "Wow, you're our new leaders!" And then we'll just leave the whole island. <laughs> That's right. That's we're, we're just gonna have a faction in each party. It's gonna be great. It was always your goal, right? Was to rule the world. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Our obviously. Goal. From, from you can day go back one. to season one, episode one. That was our goal. <laughs> Stated very clearly. <laughs> I actually, I had a thought. <laughs> At the very beginning of this episode. Can't wait to hear. Does Kit's travel by plant spell only work on one plane? Yes, I think it's on the same plane of existence. Because otherwise I'd be like, you know, we could we could just go home. Like we don't have to do it. We could go back to the world we came from and like have a good time. Kit is not casting that spell, even if it worked that way. Kit's like, no, we put this world in the state that it's in. Yeah, I was like, after all we've done to mess up everything. You would still bow out? No, of course not. Uh, so what else? So Drinks offers you up a fighting force. Uh, Varn has offered you, you know, whatever he and Arix and Tulip can can offer you, uh, but, you know, has has recommended that part of that, although probably not their part of that, is research and reconnaissance and, and sort of information gathering so that you know what kind of a plan you're trying to build when it's time to go to the center. Can Arix put some focus on making a plethora of healing potions as well for the ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Arx, I would be honored, and I've gotten better, so sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it doesn't go great, but sometimes I can make even better ones now. Yes. Yay! I also have to say, it feels like I haven't spoken in like two and a half years. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I was, you know, just speaking to Varn earlier. It's, it's, you know, I speak every day, but it feels, you know, mm-hmm. you all being here, it feels like it's been. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Since Bria's not here to ask the question, are Varn and Arix back together? Do we get a sense of what their relationship is now? Give me some insight checks, would you please? Anyone who cares, which I know is all of you. <laughs> oh, I love that. What'd you get, Flick? A 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what's up in a minute. It's the first thing he notices when he enters the room. He's like, a, like goes over to Arx and Barn and is like, what is happening over there? I love it. Uh, Kit, what did you get? A 13. Excellent. And uh, Bazira. I was so proud of my 19. Okay. Um, Kit, they are clearly cool being in the same room as each other. So like, that's good. 
Bizdira, yeah, there, uh, there, there's the occasional sort of like, uh, you know, look or or like touch or whatever uh, that suggests that maybe Arix and Varn have mended some of their romantic whatever. Um, Flick, you absolutely, you, you, like you said, you walk in the room and you're like, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like you, you're like, oh, Arix and Varn are back to. Wait a minute. You can cut the sexual tension with a knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it isn't. You know. Flick, if you didn't know any better, you would be absolutely sure that Varn and Arix are back together. And so is Tulip. Oh. Oh. Ooh. They're a throuple. Oh, my How goodness. Exciting. Interesting. A new development. <laughs> Flick has got gossip to share with y'all later. You know, <laughs> love is love, y'all. Love is love. Hot is love is love. Goss. Hot goss. Um... Bria is going to be so mad. I know. So oh. mad. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> She'll be like, I should have been there. Um, yeah, they see. And uh, so, Flake, do you like go over and ask them about it? Or was that a joke? I, I definitely don't go over. Wait. To uh, to Kit and Basira. Yeah, well, you said when you got no no no. You said when you got the thirty, like the first thing you do is walk over to Arix and go, "What is going on?" Oh no, the first <laughs> thing. No, no. When I walk in the room, I just happen oh, to like get a vibe and I sort of notice. I see, I see. I love that answer. Yeah. Well, that's what you notice. You are pretty sure that all three of them are something going on with all three of them. Interesting. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. Oh, but didn't Sniv have a crush on Tulip? Oh, hardcore. Oh, Aww, poor Sniv. <laughs> oh yeah. It's okay. You got. A while before Sniv's back. Yeah. Sniv also, you know, he has he has become worldly in the last exactly. seven days. He's expanding his horizons. That's right. Maybe, maybe his interests will have moved on. We'll see. I think my um final thought, this is actually like uh, <laughs> uh not as fun, but the um <laughs> connection with the guardians, I think, is the next step. And so I think if they have okay. any sort of like liaison or anything that liaison. Sees, re- sees over relations. Oh, you mean from the tribe? Either or. Like, I, we just need to be put in contact with those folks. You know Oh, I mean? yeah. Dranks will, Dranks will take you tomorrow uh, when he goes for training. Great. Uh, and he'll find... What he'll do is he'll bo- basically he'll take you to Hawks, uh, mm-hmm. who is over there with, with them, mostly with Brita. Uh, and Hawks can sort of be your go-between. She's been busy. Perfect. Yeah, the only thing I was going to say that I think we should probably tell the council and I'm sure that they are expecting us to do this but we should at some point we should update the whole tribe we should do a formal you know assembly of sorts um Love that. A town hall, if you will. Yeah, a town hall, exactly. To tell them what? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to discuss. I think the council probably needs to weigh in on what they think, what what from their perspective is most relevant uh, to, to the tribe as a whole. But I think, like, if we're taking their army and we're going to be asking the tribe to refocus resources to help us, like, with this upcoming battle, I think we have to tell them what we have learned about the history of this world and the beast and what our role will be in it and ultimately like both ask people to help us but like offer like anyone who wants to join the fight can but you're not expected to like I think it needs to be something like that both uh an update and an invitation. I, I also feel like with especially the way that we did it with the Eastern Island like if we tell the people like I know you've been training and this is all this this is great but like this is not a draft this is not something like we're expecting you to do like any Mm -hmm. help is is 
very we're very grateful for but like we're not gonna be like all right all of you we're gonna go fight and we're gonna do this yeah. and you're gonna put your life on the line like that's that's a choice that you're up it's up to you it's not yeah, it's com- a completely yeah. voluntary right yeah. like i think that also ha- that extends to everybody Drinks's else group drinks his group oh. that extends yeah. well everybody and further guardians mm-hmm. right. orcs you yeah. on t like it, you know we're not telling anybody that you have to do anything we're just informing you we're giving you facts and yeah as plainly yeah. and as clearly as we can. And I think that's our best sort of like uh, persuasion tactic is like, well, you can choose not to believe us, but unfortunately this is going to happen. So, you know. Yeah. I think that if we come at it as both informing and asking, we're going to be way more successful than if we come in guns a blazing. Yeah, like, you must right. do this. Yeah. Uncle Sam wants you yeah, yeah right, exactly. Uncle Flick wants you. So, um, <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that. Oh, that's some fan art. <laughs> I don't like that. At least it's going to be like. Alternatively, it could be Uncle hat. Drinks. Yeah. That's yeah. also oh, that's cute. Speaking of drinks, so yeah, they're, the council's totally on board with that. There are sort of two schools of thought uh, about how this should go. Drinks leads one, and he's like, yes, absolutely. Let's do it tomorrow. Uh, you know, people already know you're here talk is gonna happen so let's do it tomorrow and give them you know the basics and and have at it um varn is of another mind and sort of says yes you know everyone's gonna know you're here by morning uh and certainly you know you'll be around and and can talk to people but we don't know enough about what you're asking of us beyond some of Drenx's trained fighters. And again, I don't think throwing Shimmer Scale tribe members who are not trained in combat as cannon fodder is something I would encourage you all to do. And so it seems to me that we should wait a few days before you give this town hall once you have a little bit more information about what sorts of things you need from the tribe. Of course, that does run the risk of rumors starting before you get a chance to speak to the tribe as a whole. Um, but it seems like useful information in a few days is the is the better road. So, uh, you know, neither of them is going to be offended when you choose the other's opinions to go with. Uh, but that's sort of the two things that those two lay at your feet. What about a compromise? We have a town hall tomorrow where we say, like, hey, have... Hey everybody, how you doing? We're back and this is what this is what our journey's been. This is what we've discovered. We're here to gather more information, to make a game plan and to all that and when we have a better idea of what's going on, we're going to have a second meeting giving y'all details and that's when we then ask for volunteers to help us. Seconded. I for yeah, I foresee this first sort of town hall meeting situation being very um, like a first press conference almost where we don't take any questions unfortunately like of course we will like if people have you know we can clarify whatever but this is the introduction of the information that we have and more is to come please be patient while we do our jobs kind of do some reconnaissance type shit Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they like that compromise. Varn suggests that the that tomorrow's sort of speech is what it sounds like more than a town hall uh, yeah. be done like outside 
the council chambers, like in front, there's a little bit of like a receiving area. It's not huge, so like people will be packed in, but the symbolism of having the 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 symbol door, the great big doors behind you with the with the key symbol on them and stuff. Um, like since you won't be taking questions, you will be telling folks that you're back a little about your journeys. Um, and Dranks sort of agrees with that and then suggests that the big one, uh, later, where you actually take questions and take volunteers and stuff, be done in a new space that they have been building uh, a little ways west, sort of out on the cliffs. It's like this big gather outdoor gathering space uh, that is absolutely not finished, uh, but like is a, is a big open space where the whole tribe, in theory, could sort of gather together. I love that. Um, the other, the other option would, of course, be the arena where the trials were, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's sort of hard. It's it, it's a little hard to do like Q and A's down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, and they and you know Varn and Drank sort of like smile at each other. Like they clearly are are uh, getting better <laughs> at compromising and working together. Uh, they sort of nod at each other and seem rather pleased. Steer <laughs> was like go up behind him and grab them both and like. A headlock hug and be like, you guys. Yeah, Drex like punches you on the shoulder, like friendly. Yeah, just like bun- it, like and like it hurts. I mean, it hurts. It hurts. The- Attack roll. <laughs> She's like, there's, Varn- there's a bruise there. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Varn just looks deeply uncomfortable being sort of this close to to you know touching <laughs> anyone. People that aren't tulip and Arx. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a plan, absolutely. And I don't, anything else? Right now, mm, not at this very moment. Can we? Mm. Um, I think we need to take take a bath. Yeah, probably <laughs> just take a bath. Yeah. All right. So you all can have the rest. Like this is like I said, you have you've had some meals in the middle of this. You've had some drinks. You've a lot of time has been spent just like catching up on each other's lives. Now that the important stuff is out of the way, but I do think this takes the rest of the day. You all can take the evening, have your baths, go to your quarters, sort of relax, whatever, whatever. Um, and the next day, I, I think. I mean, I, you all want to go talk to the guardians. So do you want to do this this announcement, this speech first thing? Do you want to, when, like, is that the first thing you do before you leave? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. So I think that's what that's what we do. You all have a nice rest. Uh, and the next morning, you know, you're awakened. Uh, Arx comes to wake you all up, just like he used to all those weeks Aww. ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Inception. It's, a, it's actually Inception. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, and takes you takes you to the chambers, you know, sets you up. They have they've the uh, Art Varn has created a little sort of makeshift dais for you all to be a little bit raised on when you're when you're speaking to folks. And pretty soon after you arrive, Cobalt start to to you know pour in uh, the early birds, getting the best sort of standing room spaces and 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 spilling back into tunnels. Uh, and it's uh, it, you know uh, Arx sort of says, "Ooh, Flick, I hope you can still do that trick where you make your voice louder uh, and your." friends' voices louder because um, uh, I think everyone's really excited that you're back. Oh, no problem there. Uh, And eventually the appointed time arrives and it is just kobolds. A blanket, a carpet of kobolds (laughs) as far as you can see down every tunnel that leads to this receiving, (laughs) uh, receiving area outside of the council chambers. And they are all very clearly excited to hear what you all have to say. And you begin your story to them and we end our episode that's where we're gonna leave it for this week as you all stand and give your speech thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the last refuge be sure to listen next week to find out how the chat with the guardians goes 
You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And speaking of reviews, Yay! Oh, we are starting the season off right with a brand new, it is not new, it is by the time this drops almost two months old, review. <laughs> Uh, this review is from The Whitney Kate, and The Whitney Kate says, Treat yourself to this amazing show. Five stars. This is a gem that I can't recommend highly enough for those who enjoy D&D podcasts, particularly like The Adventure Zone and Friends at the Table, but it is also suitable for those who enjoy fantasy but know nothing about actual play podcasts. <laughs> The Last Refuge story unfolds in ways that are unexpected, thoughtful, and infused with both suspense and heaps of comedy, including musical theater references. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that. But what really sets this story apart is how the friendship of everyone at the table shines so brightly through the tale. The players are hilarious, generous with each other, and deeply intentional about their choices without ever slowing down the story. They are co-creating the Whitney Kate. I can't tell you how happy it makes me to hear that. <laughs> DM Jazzy Hands is an extremely adept DM who brings to life a host of amazing NPCs while all the while keeping the players on their toes. Mm -hmm. Also, story consultant Robert isn't at the table, but his deft touches resonate throughout the adventure. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you binge through the 200 plus episode adventure quicker than you think possible. Side note, thank you, thank you TLR crew. You've brought me so much joy in the last two years. I look forward to each episode and I truly don't know what'll happen when this adventure wraps up. Fingers crossed that this campaign is just the first of many you share with us. Oh, I'm crying. Wow. Thanks, thanks, the Aww. Whitney Kate. I, uh, we all really appreciate that. Uh, we are all quite touched by that, mm -hmm. so thank you. Hey, have you left a review yet? No? Go do it. <laughs> if you want to know more about us as players, <laughs> access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hopf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vistira, Kit, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's a very smart kobold, but sometimes, uh, you roids, know, he is who man. he is. The roids is get <laughs> straight to the head. <laughs> How dare you accuse me. Shrink the testicles and blow up the head. Oh, my God. And Varn says... <laughs> That's the title of this Varn, episode. You know, Varn just says it absolutely is not. Varn, Varn just says, I'm going to let drinks talk. He's